Welcome to the Smith and Rowland Show. Let's join our host, Alan Smith and Jeff Rowland. Ladies Good and gentlemen, world. you are about <laughs> to participate in the greatest podcast that has ever been in the history of podcasting. And oh now goodness. to give us the title and topic of what we're discussing, Mr. Alan Smith, go ahead and take it away. Yes. Yeah. Sounds like the Barnum Bailey Circus is here. That was that introduction. Oh, that's wrong introduction. Wrong day. Wrong day. Wrong day. Wrong day. I thought this was, well, it sounded <clears> like you <throat> was introducing Barnum and Bailey. How you doing, Roly? <laughs> I'm doing fine, Mr. Smith. I hope you're having a great day. Well, I've done better, but I just don't remember when it was. I mean, I we're understand. just doing so good and we'll not go into all that. I don't know that you can take it, but I could tell you exactly how good right. I'm really doing. Let's try to stay clear of that reasoning. Yeah. Hey, I got something I want to talk about. There is an article here that caught my attention and I started reading it. The title of the article is A Great Awakening, Israel's Next Generation. It was an interesting title. So it grabbed my attention and I began to read a little bit of it. This is what this has started. It says, I recently met with a small group of American Christians in their 50s and 60s who came to Israel to express their love of Israel during this painful time. They called it the ministry of presence. Sometimes simply showing up and being present makes all the difference. Still, the writer says, I couldn't help but notice that the vast majority of Christians who support Israel are older. So he asked the group's pastor about the younger generation of American Christians, and he said, will they also support Israel? The writer says with a pained expression, he said, we're not confident that America will make it. We're not confident that America will be there in the end. Mm. We're a country that no longer loves the Bible and God's word. And because of this, there are no guarantees. The writer says the pastor has good reason to worry. By all accounts, young Americans are turning away from the church in droves. According Mm -hmm. to Pew Research, people who say they do not have a religious identity are projected to rise from about 30% today to over 50% in the coming decade. The main reason for this shift is switching Christians deciding to no longer be Christian. In other words, when I got to that statement, I remembered we had done a podcast on the redefining of terms. If you remember, uh-huh. that's been about a week ago. It caught my attention, this idea of being a Christian. What is this idea of being a Christian? And why is it that the young generation of Americans are no longer supporting Israel? I think that this article, why it may be a little short-sighted and not necessarily taken to be a data-filled article, rather an opinion article. But I would also say that I think that he makes a good point here in that the pastor who was over there in Israel, he said that the vast majority of Americans no longer love the Bible, nor do they love God's word. And I wanted to get your opinion on that before we start into the main heartbeat of this writing here. I wanted to get your opinion on people turning away from the word of God. Is that the way you're viewing things? I mean, in all honesty, Jeff, people have been coming into the faith and out of the faith forever, if you know what I'm saying. You always got people coming in, people going out, people get mad, people get glad. You know what I'm saying? So you've always got a revolving door, so to speak. And I know what the point 
that people are making when they make those statements. I just don't kind of rub something a little wrong because that's not me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, and I understand what they're saying is they're going by percentages. Is, is America more Christian now or less Christian? And for sure, it appears that just because the paganness and the darkness is great in America, that doesn't speak for me. And I don't think it speaks for a lot of other people. So to judge it, I would have to believe that we are getting more dark Jeff, I think that the greater problem is in this article that the next generation is not embracing Israel. And that just tells me one thing. Nobody's teaching Bible. There might be saying, let's tiptoe through the tulips. Does this help you with your hangnail? But nobody's teaching Bible. Everybody's wanting to say how this is going to bless you today or help you lose five or 10 pounds or get rich. And uh, just so happens you've got to know some Bible and that's what persuades you to support Israel. That's all. When I was reading this article, this was the thought that came to my mind. I don't think that it's that people in America or the younger generation don't love the Bible or don't love God's word. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's a lack of understanding of the word of God. And that goes to what you were just talking about. If the younger generation understood the Bible, they would understand why they need to support Israel. They would understand why they, yeah, they would be excited because they would understand why supporting Israel is a biblical step of obedience. Mm -hmm. Instead, Mm -hmm. the Bible is not being taught, so there is this lack of understanding of the Word of God, and it's leading people down a wrong path to where you have what are supposed Christians carrying picket signs for Palestine. That's right. It's just ridiculous, Jeff. Listen, people are out here trying to drink beer or drink energy drinks or trying to do all this stuff to feel good. Listen, I tell you what makes you feel good. That's to know the truth and to embrace the truth. It makes you feel good. So the truth is we are to embrace Israel. That's just the truth of the word of God. And guess what? You'll feel good when you're doing it. That's the Mm -hmm. thing about being a Christian. When you do what's right, it in itself is an upper. You know how it is when we sin, we feel bad. Well, guess what? Mm -hmm. When you do what's right and stand for truth, you'll feel good. So I think even on a psychological and emotional basis, to me, a lot of of America is getting sad, but I think it's because of the lack of the truth, which causes you to be happy and it causes you to feel good about what you're saying and what you're doing. The Harvard Harris poll found that 51% of Americans between the ages of 18 and 24 believe that Hamas's slaughter of Israeli civilians can be justified. And all that shows is, is you've got 51% of Americans in that age that don't know the word of God. That's 18 Uh, to 24 or 25 or something like that. Or what is that age? Yeah. 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 Age Mm -hmm. is 18 to 24. And it's because they've not been taught the truth of God's word. I go back to something we've talked about several times, but if you embrace a replacement theology, it's going to be hard to teach that Israel has a right to their nation. That's right. And you're not going to be um, a happy man. The issue that I have with the article itself and with the perception is, is that we are growing out of love with the Bible. I would say that what we're doing is we're growing out of love with studying and learning the Bible. That's right. And we're growing out of love with preaching the truth of the Bible because no one any longer has the courage to say what the Bible says without apology. Instead, we're trying to conform to the opinions of the dark side and of academia. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, everybody's falling away from the truth. Thomas Mm -hmm. Sowell says that we're on the road to hell because of this very fact. And he says that this road to hell is paved with academic degrees. And I would agree with that totally. So this perception that we're not a Christian nation falls at the doorstep 
of the teachers of the word of God. Mm -hmm. It's because, and I honestly, you know, I've considered this this morning. Mm -hmm. Have we grown weary in teaching the word of God? Have we grown weary of battling the fight that we're in simply on the heels of, we just don't want to talk about it no more. And if that's the case, then I think that we need a refreshing and a revival of God's word more than we need a revival of passionate emotion. I'll tell you what, Jeff, that what you're saying is so true because we're trying to use a lot of gimmicks. Let's say people aren't going to church like you used to, so we're trying to do a lot of gimmicks to get people in the door. And I mean, I'm wondering here if just what if we just got up and preached and taught the word of God? I'm wondering if that in its supernatural form, if it's truth, if that doesn't draw people. That's kind mm. of a biblical concept, is it not? Yeah. Yes, it is. And I got to say, when there was a famine of the word of God in the land, the people perished. That's what happened. When the word of God went forth. Yeah. And when the word of God went forth, there was a renewal of the nation. So I'm wondering if the men of God would just get up and teach God's word again. Get back to the word of God, and this is what the Bible teaches. Now, that requires a discipline to study, to learn. It's a sacrifice of time. It's a sacrifice of flesh. In order to do that, I totally understand that, but we're certainly not changing the paradigm by throwing some type of a shallow party every time we get together at church and Mm -hmm. thinking that that's going to fix everything. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to fix everything. I have witnessed, you've witnessed instantaneous touches of God that's transformed lives. I've witnessed that. I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to get away from that. (laughs) I'm not trying to minimize that. But what I am saying is that we're in a different time now and it's going to take, I believe, just the steady flow of instruction of the Word of God to set the course the way it needs to be set in the house of God so that we Mm -hmm. can turn this nation. I believe that with all my heart. Well, I tell you what, Jeff, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, I have read some things about how the youth in Israel are having a whole lot more faith than their fathers. In other words, they're much more religious. The youth that are in Israel, the Jewish Mm -hmm. youth, are Mm -hmm. much more religious than their Mm -hmm. grandfathers and fathers and mothers. What do you think on that? Well, I think that in many ways, that's a prophetic statement because Judaism is going to rise to embrace the teachings of the Antichrist in the last days. Christianity, on the other hand, is going into apostasy because it's the apostate church that will welcome the Antichrist. The remnant of believers, now some would say that, okay, since that's the fact, why do we even do anything? Because the Word of God mandates that we continuously contend for the faith. And so you, you do have this turning back to Judaistic ways in Israel, from the younger generation. That's true. Mm-hmm. And at the same time that there is a somewhat of a revival in Judaism, there is a falling away in Christianity, and it's taking uh-huh. place right before our very eyes. Those two have to join and meet, and right. they will. It's the apostate church that will welcome Judaistic and Islam and the Islam faith. That's going to happen. So that's in keeping with prophetic scripture. However, we still have a mandate to teach and preach truth. And if we have any hope for the nation, it's going to come through a revival of God. And that revival is only, I believe, the new revival of our day is not necessarily a revival of swelled up emotion, but it, and it's not necessarily a revival of how that we can make ourselves come out of depression. We 
can solve all of these little crises in our life. The revival of our day is an understanding of the Word of God. There is a famine of the Word of God in our land. And that wow. is the, the bottom line of why America is facing the trials that we're facing. It is a mm-hmm. call to return back to God's Word. So it's not that people don't love the Word. It's that people don't understand the Word. I mean, God's putting apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists in the body for a reason. I mean, a lot of times people say, well, you just need to dig it out yourself. Well, some of it, you get, yeah. you need a teacher, you know, you need yeah, a that's preacher. Right. That's exactly uh, right. That's, that's exactly right. And so yeah. you can't really hold it to the charge of the people. Mm-hmm. You have to hold it at the charge more of those in the fivefold ministry to those that embrace that. If you don't, you need to do it. It doesn't change the truth. I mean, we have to say. Our biggest concern is with the leaders of the church, the apostles and prophets and pastors, teachers, evangelists, and elders, you know. So anyway, I think that's our biggest, you know, our biggest concern, which is, you know, that doesn't take rocket science to figure that one out. But I'm kind of, I'm always split a little bit, Jeff, on, I know dark is getting darker. But that being the case, the the light's getting brighter. So I'm thinking we can have both running side by side because I can't say that all of America's going dark because I'm not. Yeah, that's right. So that's, I, that's I mean, exactly I got a vote right. here. So that's right. So, that's so right. when I when yeah. we generalize a lot of this stuff, there's a little something in me flinches because I know Christians everywhere are not yielding or falling to this. Now, getting back to the title of the uh, younger generation of America not embracing Israel. You know, I'm torn on that one, to be honest with you, Jeff. My flesh says that's true, but the truth is, I don't know. Because Now, here's what I will say. I think that based on what I'm seeing, there's a lot of the youth that's not even been evangelized. We're in a world now in the United States, Jeff, that there's all kinds of people who never heard the gospel. I think part of our problem as teachers is we forget we're always got a new audience sitting in the room, yeah. if you can hear what I'm saying. So we tend to not teach what needs to be taught, a lot of the fundamentals of the faith, because we forget that we actually have a new crowd sitting in the room, so to speak. At almost yeah. every service, to be honest with you, Jeff. But it's always been that way to some point, I believe. The thing that I do know is that we need to issue a call to all teachers and preachers of the Word of God and say, get on your face before the Lord, dig into the book, and stop preaching just feel-good sermons and what you think is going to please the people and get back to teaching the Word of God. If we don't do that, then I fear that we're going to lose generation after generation well if we lose a generation that embraces and loves israel we're already know what time on the clock it is it's over yeah that's right (laughs) it's over for our nation yeah i mean i think we do have a godly nation i think it was founded on godly principles and i think that's half of it the other half is we embraced israel so i think that's very important Mm. all right roly okay buddy i'm gonna have to get off i'm at a got to go into a little meeting here so Listen, I appreciate it, and we'll touch base again tomorrow. Sounds good. Okay, buddy. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you for joining today's Smith & Rowan Show. You can check out our website at kingdompropheticsociety.org and our daily unplugged podcast at smithandrowanshow.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.